the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Earnings season, investments, retirement products, retirement ideas, how to earn more, how to invest more, how to save more. Any topics really fair game on this show. Let's bring in CFP, Chad Burton. How are you, Mr. Burton? Doing well. How about you? Doing well. Now, you've just recently started a morning show here on KDOW AM 1220. You are doing this show Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. I'm covering it from Monday and Thursday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And then we're doing some sort of best of between. Tell me a little bit about who you are and what your show is about from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Well, yeah. First of all, boy, you and I have been doing radio stuff together almost a little over 20 years now. Right, a long about, time. Well, about twenty years. Long time. Just, about. I just aged us both. Um, you know, I just approach the world of financial planning in terms of a fiduciary. First of all, there's a lot of people that sell stuff out there, and it harms a lot of people. And there's the the government is even aware of it. That's why they have the Department of Labor rule that's being kicked in to to stop, you know, annuity salesmen and other people like that from just you know, harvesting these 401k rollovers and putting them into high fee products. So just give good real life advice um, and try to make it timely. Like today I was talking about at the end of the show, uh, kids are going back to college. The first tuition is due typically at the end of August and how to pay for that, how to withdraw from 529 plans and what to be aware of in terms of the asset allocation in 529 plans. I was listening to your show, and I was a little bit surprised. You basically said, if your kid's 14, it's too late to allocate money to 529s. And you said things that a lot of people probably don't know, including myself, that if you put your kid in an apartment and it's an above-market rent, you may not have that all covered with your 529 plan, and you might get penalized for trying to uh, push it through the system, which I found kind of interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because it's... it's not like I've seen anybody be audited yet that's been making withdrawals from a 529 plan that has, has been nailed from it, but 
there is some tricky pieces of the tuition books, room and board, and qualifying expenses. Yesterday I was talking to somebody who's like, his, his kid's in a film school. And so he was asking, the, the school is required that these kids have certain cameras and things like that. And the question was, was that a qualified expense? And in this case it was because it was part of the requirement of the class to have those supplies. But the tuition piece can be a little bit tricky because each college has their own, here's the cost of living on campus versus off campus. And the 529 plan states that it's really the kind of the, the qualified uh, room and board costs. So you got to be careful there. So any other big topics that you hit this morning? I know you're... Uh it's new focus on wealth, and obviously paying for your kid's college can make you very poor, per se. Uh, when do you not pay for your kid's college and say, you know, good luck to them. They could do community college and uh, get loans. Uh, philosophy degree would be one. <laughs> Just okay. think of, look, I mean, we got to look out and say this, this world is, is changing quickly. There's a lot of things coming together in terms of science, technology, healthcare, and everything else. So if you're not in some of those larger areas, which requires the more advanced degrees, then maybe it's more of a trade situation that you get trained in because there's going to be, you know, there's going to be robots. You maybe need to learn how to work on those robots and keep them running versus, okay, I'm not the person that's going to program or create them. You see what I'm saying? It's just going to be, I think the education system is going to change a lot. And if you're spending Twenty, thirty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year to send your kids to college to get a degree that, at best, makes them sixty grand a year. What's the What's the point? Um, if that's I'm going to say something, contra- choice, I'm gonna say something controversial. I'm going to say something controversial. I heard who's the guy from uh, Shark Tank, Mark Cuban. Uh-huh. He was actually he, he actually said something pretty smart, and it, it didn't make me rethink the philosophy degree where you just don't do it because it's not going to have a, a, a return on investment. But he said basically machine learning is happening so fast and artificial intelligence is going to happen so fast that you probably don't want your kids to get a degree in math and science because there will be no match for a computer as far as building apps and building scientific models and such. He said what you want is a philosophy degree and an English degree so that your kid could actually stand out as someone who could write a report and have an emotional response or a psychological response to what's happening at the workplace. So maybe I bastardize that a little bit, Chad, and say maybe you want a degree in computer science a master's or a minor in philosophy. It's an interesting concept. And again, trust me, I'm not saying go send your kids to golf to be poetry majors. Uh, right, right. I thought that was, I do like Mark Cuban. What do you think about Mark Cuban? It's funny because until I started watching that show more and until uh, my son would come home from a DECA class, which is a marketing class that he's taken and where they, they talk about some of the things that he said, I always thought he was kind of a goofball because I just saw the, the short clips of him on TV. But when it comes to That's Shark right, yeah. Tank and some of the other things that he's done, I, I like him. i, I got to say, I like the guy. Um, and I think he's right. I think that jobs with emotional connections to people are always going to be around. Um, so I think, yeah, the, the right answer is kind of in between where, what you and I are saying when it comes to education. So we've got about, about two or three more minutes. Any topics you want to hit? Uh, yeah, just I was, it, tax planning and retirement is an annual thing. I was talking about that. There's a lot of bad advice between... You know, you and I both know people that have gotten on radio shows that sell insurance that give try to give tax advice have no clue of what they're talking about. So, you know, I, when it comes to retirement, you can't make that decision based on something you read on the internet or a, a, a tool that you get for free on the internet. You got to put together a team that includes a CPA and a certified financial planner, so you make decisions that are correct for 35 plus years versus correct for tomorrow. 
Okay. How about annuities? Uh, we've had a, a long history of annuities where at one point in time, I just didn't like them. They were just insurance products that were being pushed as investment products with high fees and high commissions. And it just it made the salesperson the money, and it kind of gave you less than desirable benefits. How's the annuities world looking right now? Uh, the annuities world, until rates normalized, which is, say, 3.5%, on the 10-year Treasury, there are some good no-load variable annuities where you can take bond money that right now, if you're investing in normal bond funds, they're yielding about 2.8%. So you take that bond money, and you can invest in a variable annuity, which is half in stocks inside the accounts. Um, but your income guarantees when you turn 65 are typically 4% plus, which means that if you're, you start taking income at 65 and the account goes to zero when you're 85, the insurance company still continues to pay you. So it allows you to take bond money, take more uh, risk in stocks. You pay a little bit higher fees, but your income is typically a bit better than it is for bonds right now. So they can be a good scenario for bond alternatives in retirement until rates normalize. So we're plugging Chad's new time. He was on in the afternoons. He's now moved the uh, radio moving truck to mornings. You're on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. It's new focus on wealth. I cover the Mondays and Thursdays. It's going to be stock-centric, maybe a stock talk type of show. And then we're going to do a best of on Friday from 6 to 7. So we got that, that whole 6 to 7 um, time frame. Um, is there anything else you want to hit, Chad? We've got about one minute or less. Uh no, I mean I think that when my car finally dies, Rob, I was talking about leasing new cars. There's, you know, oil prices, even though they're going to be low, everybody's focused on these electric vehicles, and this Tesla is one of the biggest stories on Wall Street right now. 300 plus miles on a on the upgraded battery. Um, cars are going to depreciate faster than ever. Banks are being too aggressive on loans on existing new vehicles. Uh, so be careful with depreciating assets. You know what's interesting about that? Uh, it's uh, Europe is going to try to phase out all gasoline-powered cars, combustion engines, by 2030. It's going to be pretty interesting wow. to see what uh, our children are driving around in the future. But that's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. There's a lot of good downloadables. Find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So earnings season is a lot of fun. Apple comes out and... It's not so much how much money they earned this quarter. It's how much money, or how many, what the, the expectation, how much revenue they're going to make next quarter when they release new phones. And it's expected they're going to release two different types of phones, basically a 7 uh, improvement, uh, you know, the 7S cycle, so, and probably a more high-end phone is the thought. And the fact that Apple didn't back down their revenue guidance implies that there's going to be enough of the phones ready to sell that they feel comfortable. There's been a lot of talk that it's not going to be ready, that the technology's not there, that something's going to go wrong. Um, Tim Cook threw out a lot of thoughts like, oh, augmented reality is going to be, we think, big. 
the services business for Apple, tied towards iTunes and movie rentals and the cloud, backup storage, um, music, was huge. And Wall Street likes that because it's a recurring business model. Um, phone cycles can go from a year to three years. Maybe you break your phone. Maybe the phone company gives you a subsidy. They don't do that as much, right? So there's kind of some things going on. Now, there's another company in the news, Tesla. I saw one analyst come out yesterday and say, you know, I'm scared to death of Tesla. You're like, why? And he said, basically, they've got about three quarters of cash. They need to meet, raise money again. You know, now I get it. Now I get why you're scared to death. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, talk a little real estate right here, right now. Tony. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. We've talked a little uh, real estate and flipping and such. There's always risk, and I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't talk about on radio and television, is the, the side where timing's not right. It does go back to the fact that... Uh, you know, when markets hit high, it's a little nervous for people to get into it. That's why I think seasoned um, investors, well, I mean, I, I don't like saying flippers because a lot of people who are doing these rehabs on these properties, sometimes Wait, they live in flippers? it. Flippers? Flippers? <laughs> Would, um, you know, they, they, they leave themselves options open. Um, I'm working with a client that owns 15 properties in Alameda County, and he's thinking about selling and buying more and then rehabbing some of the ones he has and raising some rents. And, you know, he's really looking at some of the options for, um, you know, new and old, uh, you know, expansion of his pro- of his portfolio. Um, so as a seasoned investor, flipper, um, you know, sometimes there are options to keep, especially with high rents. And it's one of the reasons why I think that, you know, going in with uh, cash into a property, mm-hmm. uh, getting a small discount on on the property that nobody else can buy with a, a, a loan, yep. and then turning it possibly into rental. I mean, I've seen people buy con- and, and do several condos, uh, not condos, but like an apartment turn into condo conversions, and then sell off two and keep the other two as rentals. I mean, there's a lot of options think, when there's. My fear is that a lot of people don't see the fear. A lot of people don't see. No, the fear. And I get that. I mean, I'm yeah. trying to tell you that there there are people out there that have already done this and experienced it and have a little bit of, of uh, you know, reserves to fall back on if they have to, but they also have resources that are around them. They have, they have resources the, that are around them. Now, let me give you an example, though. I know a couple who she just moved to Phoenix, Arizona, because her husband was going to get rich. He was going to get rich. He was going to get rich. He was going to get rich. And then six years later, he never got rich and he just got credit card debt. And you may have that idea that you and your honey love each other, you and your sugar bugger. And you sing to each other every morning, even though I ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey. You may think that, but women leave when the money doesn't come. She took the kids and left. Um, and I just don't, I, I, I've got another friend. Her and her husband are pushing 50, probably mid 40s. Their retirement plan, not the 401k. The number one best way to save money for retirement is the 401k. But their retirement plan is, over the next 15 years, we're going to save money, and we're going to buy a 7-Eleven. I'm like, that's kind of risky. My neighbor, his retirement plan is, if my house goes up 3% a year, each year for the next nine years, I'll have enough. And that's kind of risky. Because in 1989, when the earthquake hit, it took seven years. If you were, if you were what is it, appraised the day before the earthquake, it took seven years to get back to that appraisal rate. I wonder what happened with mortgage loans back then. 
I bet they were like, uh, we're, we're on hold right now. You know, they, when the Napa earthquake hit, they put out a couple disclaimers about um, reappraisals on properties, and they had certain inspections that had to be done in order for those appraisals to go through. So, yeah, it's, there's, there are things like that. But, you know, there, there's a, there is a class of people in the – or a category of people in the Bay Area especially, uh, and, and this extends out to places like Napa and Sonoma and Santa Cruz and, and Monterey County, all, all the places where there's, you know – uh, desirable homes where people are have bought over the last six, seven years, you know, when prices have been going up and, and they may have flipped and, uh, but that flip may have taken them to buy the property, live in it, fix it up, add a room, upgrade, then sell and then buy another place, do the same thing and do the same thing. That's eventually going to come to an end. Um, and, and they are category, categorizing these Profits, these rate of returns up to 48% now um, is the average of, uh, of a flip, and that's pretty big. Hold on, did uh, you say flipper? <laughs> you know, you did start this whole conversation. I, you lose me sometimes when you do like 48%. I think you've said the number 48% three times. But it, and it's all about how. Yeah, one more. Yeah, one more. No, I'm not going to say it. I'll say 50%. Okay. Almost. Near, say near almost 50. near 50. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you lose, and I think that's part of the point, is I think there's some affordable rental markets. I think there's some affordable buying markets. And I think that's where people should look instead of just make a lot of assumptions. And, like, I hear a guy pushing Dallas, Dallas real estate. Have you ever been to Dallas? Not that I can recall. Nothing but land. Construction laws, they'll give you a permit, like, if you show up at the barn. You want to build a high-rise? Go ahead. Build a high-rise. Woohoo! Take the six-shooter. So... I'd be very cautious. Yes, there's a relatively good job market in Dallas. Not terribly diverse, um, but good nonetheless. Be cautious. So most affordable housing markets. Cleveland. I keep seeing that one come up again and again and again. I wouldn't want to live in a city that river, the river caught on fire. So I wouldn't want to live in Cleveland. I've been near Cleveland. I had a friend that lived in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is pretty close. Um and it's just a cold, brutal winter. So too much for me, but very affordable. So, But sometimes, and that's the thing about the people in their under 35, they'll be like, I want to own a house at some point in time because we made a baby. My baby needs a home. Um, so, And they'll look at the affordable markets. Salt Lake City. I've heard nothing but great things about Salt Lake City. I, I have too. I mean, it's it's still the West. Um, I think a lot of jobs uh, and companies are recognizing this too, and they're moving their, you know, sub, some of their offices to these locations. And, and that goes all the way to Denver and Boise and Portland, Seattle, and Phoenix. I don't know much about Las Vegas as far as, you know, those kind of operations, but desert. Um, desert. But Salt Lake City is beautiful. I've been there several times. Um, I have a couple friends that live there and say that, you know, the economy's doing well. He's in, uh, uh, he, he is a, uh, in light construction, and he has a very booming business right now. He says he cannot stop working. It's a- the conversation. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, 
back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, what you're talking about. I always find this interesting. I love Santa Barbara. Um, just a fun place to visit. It's smaller town, less traffic. Similarly priced to the Bay Area. And uh, Kevin Costner apparently loved it as well. He has a home well, not even a home, a property out for sale in Carpinteria, lovingly known as CARP. Um, so what's this all about? He just dropped the dollar figure from $60 million to $55 million on a 10-acre oceanfront spread in Carpinteria. He purchased the freeway close acreage about a decade ago with a vision of building his forever home there, but his plans changed. So set behind fences, secured by cameras, it's tied towards gent- ro- gently rolling bluff. It's lovely. Um, it once had a polo field. It features 500 feet of ocean front, a path to the beach, and panoramic Pacific views. Santa Barbara Mountains and Islands are also visible from the equestrian property. Uh, the actor used the site for sports, wedding, family enjoyment. Uh, but lowering his price from $60 million to 55. Um I'd like to be the realtor on that deal, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I think it's, uh, I don't think, terribly important to pound uh, Dow 22,000, but big numbers happen, and I I think you should be ready for them. Uh, If you take a look at Dow 22,000, the 30 stock index, it's gained nearly 1,000 points since March 1 when it hit 21,000. It's going to happen faster. So I think we'll be at Dow 44,000 in about eight years. Because historically, the market doubles every 7.2 years. Now, there could be a massive pullback, and that could eight years could become 10 years. But that's what we're talking about. Boeing shares have had the biggest end point uh, as far as points impact on the Dow. It's a price-weighted index, followed by McDonald's and United Healthcare. I love talking about McDonald's because I think it's a company everyone loves to hate, but yet their stock's usually at an all-time high. And I'll say things that are just ridiculous, like it's 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 considered child abuse to take your kid to McDonald's in this day and age. And that's why companies like Starbucks are going to do well because you know millennial moms don't want to be seen at a, a McDonald's drive-through. And you can almost go, I saw you the other day at McDonald's. But Boeing shares have had a huge impact on it, contributing 380 points of the Dow's 1,000-point march since March 1st. So basically a third, right? McDonald's and United Healthcare. Um, McDonald's added 171 points. United Healthcare added 166 points. So right there, you got 550, 650, 710, um, and then you add in the other top players, Caterpillar and 3M. And you're at basically 800, 900 out of the out of all those points. So there's been some you know laggards like ExxonMobil, Chevron, General Electric, Goldman Sachs, IBM. Um, worthy of note, worthy of note that the Dow is an index that no one really cares about. There's not a professional that I know of who goes, "Ooh, did you see how the Dow did today?" 
Well, I'm really thinking about loading up on the Dow. Um, you don't typically see that. U.S. private sector just added about 178,000 jobs in the month of July. Private employers added 178,000 jobs. Now, the way jobs numbers work is they come out Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. A lot of economic data. But we get the private sector on Wednesday. Thursday, um, we start seeing a, a bigger non-ADP kind of play as first-time unemployment claims. And then on the first Friday of every month, we get the employment numbers. And you know, throughout the month, we also get productivity and hours worked and other things that go into our GDP formulas. I think following jobs is one of the most important things you could do as an investor. Uh, because ultimately, the U.S. has jobs... We're pretty good about spending our paychecks. Uh, for better or for worse, that's what most people do. And there's periods of time where we take on debt. There's periods of time where we get confident. There's periods of time where we pay down our debt when we get fearful. But I think you get the idea. Here's something that's a headline shocker for me. Um, covered California premiums are going to rise 12.5%. That's a big number. Did your salary rise 12.5% last year? And Anthem Blue Cross has cut their coverage amid uncertainty over the future of the Affordable Care Act. California officials announced that the monthly premiums for health plans sold in the state's Obamacare exchange will rise by an average 12.5% next year. So covered California, the state insurance marketplace, provides coverage to about 1.5 million people. And insurance plans for next year are typically available for purchase in a window. And that window is November 1 through January 31st. So next year, about 10% of people enrolled through the exchange will have to look for a new plan because Anthem Blue Cross will end its coverage in most of the state. Now, you can say what you will about Obamacare or Trump Care. I can say from a distance, this doesn't look like it's terribly working well. If you see 10% of people getting kicked off and 12.5% in, uh, fees increases on a year-over-year basis, it's there's something wrong. And I don't know the answer. And I, maybe you do, and maybe you could run for office and, and help promote that answer. Um, but I can tell you, like the medical industry is just pretty crazy. I've got a story where the little one, uh, when he was one and a half, two, Got a golf ball-sized lump on his um, uh, groin, real close to his uh, genitalia. And uh, you wake up and you see that, and you're like, oh, boy, we better go to the doctor. So you go to an emergency room because you don't want to wait for your doctor who, of course, any type of thing like this happens on a Saturday or Sunday, right? Um, you call the doctor, and the doctor goes, better go to the emergency room. So you go to an emergency room, and they're like, well, we don't really do kids, but we'll take his vitals and send him on to another hospital. And then you go to another hospital, Stanford, and they go, well, the kid's hospital is around back, and we'll take his vitals and you know, put him in a wheelchair and you know, walk him over there. And then you get a bill for checking into three different emergency rooms, and it's the craziest frickin' frackin' thing. Um, and all you're trying to do is find the right place to take your kid. And then, because it's a lump, you know, they go, well, it's probably just a little infection tied towards, a little thyroid got infected tied towards the area where it happened can be dirty with feces and such. And uh, that can cause infections. So instead of saying, okay, here's some penicillin, amoxicillin, 
they try to treat it very locally. So they, they drop a penicillin and amoxicillin right there through a, an IV drip and trying to get a two-year-old to put an IV in and keep it in. Uh, not the easiest thing in the world. And that turns into a couple of days that they want to monitor. And then suddenly you, you, it's a $60,000 bill. And you suddenly learn your insurance costs. You think there's a deductible. There's also something called a coinsurance. And you're like, what is coinsurance? And suddenly, for the first time in your life, you're like, maybe I should have read what I signed. And you know, $12,000 later, yeah, you've, you're basically covered in case he gets cancer and spends the next five, six years just sucking down cash. But uh, it's frustrating, right? Um, and you, all of this, you kind of wish that there was a price tag at the doctor's. You know, how much is a broken leg? And you can go from doctor to doctor. Um, dentists, no one will publish what their rates are because they want to, you know, keep it a mystery as long as they can because they're working with the insurance company as long as they can. And, uh, you know, I've got a friend who went in for kind of a, a messed up gastrointestinal system. Ultimately diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome, but they, you know, wanted to stop and do a, a sonogram on her lady parts to make sure that there was no tumors or any pressure being put on the other parts of her um, healthcare system down there. So, and, uh, you know, that's checked for $800. And the doctor didn't say, that's going to cost you, because it doesn't have to happen. And the insurance company says it didn't have to happen. And uh, she doesn't know her rights. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, I love this time of year because it's all about the earnings. And, you know, I looked at Apple's quarter and, you know, they got $250 billion plus in cash, right? But they also have $100 billion in, in debt. A lot of people forget that. They decided to borrow money when cost of money was incredibly low. Um, so they feel very good about their position. So if you take a look, income was about $8.7 billion. Uh, they pulled in $45 billion of revenue. And uh, if you start looking at some of the breakouts in their their numbers, it was pretty impressive, especially tied towards services. So hardware sales are typically get lower multiples. Software sales and recurring revenues tend to get higher multiples. A lot of people see Apple going to $200 a share if Wall Street says, you know what, you're more than just a phone company, you're a music company, you're a video company, you're an advertising company. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. 
Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money investing and more. Theater chain AMC seeing their stock plummet. You always have to ask yourself why. You don't have to. I'm just asking you to ask yourself why. Um, I love what I do. I love being in touch with the financial media, the stories of the day, the trends. I love looking at companies like Tesla and go, man, they burn a lot of money, but they make a sweet little car. Uh, and you see the bigger trends that Europe wants to get rid of gas cars by 2030, 2040 latest. Like, whoa, that's not that long. AMC Entertainment, the world's largest movie theater owner, told us something today. And they had worse than expected earnings. They're owned by a Chinese real estate conglomerate. They're cutting costs to offset declines in theatrical attendance. Shares fell more than 25%. That's a, a humbling blow. Uh, if you bought yesterday at a thousand dollars worth, it's you know worth seven hundred fifty dollars. So you're like, whoa, um, big loss, right? So the company lost one hundred seventy-eight million dollars, and that makes me feel better. You know, when the wife gives you twenty dollars and she says, "Go to the store and get some milk," and you go to the store and you're like, "I want beer and Coca-Cola and chocolate chip cookies." And you come home and you're like, she's like, where's the milk? And you're like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Um, at least you didn't lose $178 million. So that's good. You got that going for you. Box office, back box office sales. Box office sales slumped 3.3%. Uh, if there weren't kids in the world, I couldn't imagine going to see movies these days. There's so many things else that you can be doing. And what I mean by that? Well, you could be Netflixing. Netflix and chill, you know? Industry-wide box office sales for the quarter dropped 3.3%. And the loss included a $202 million impairment charge tied towards the investment in the cinema advertising company, National Cinemedia. And I guess that's part of the company that you know runs the 20 minutes of commercials before you get to the advertisements towards new movies, before you get to, don't forget, you can go buy Coca-Cola and Diet Coke and get a whole tub of, of greasy popcorn and uh, diabetes out on our uh, concourse. Don't forget to turn off your phone. Shh. So the problem with m- movies right now is... Again, we have just too many options. It started with DVD and Blu-ray and the quality, you know, like the 50-inch TVs. And now Netflix is kicking out something that seems like every other week, right? And our eyeballs only have so much time. And we're splitting our eyeballs into multiple areas. We're splitting our eyeballs into YouTube and Netflix and... Uh, screen time is different than it was in the past. Amazon's got a new refund policy that's going to piss off a lot of the small businesses. Amazon sent out an email to sellers this week saying they got a new policy for refunds. Merchants who ship products themselves are now subject to the same rules as items shipped by Amazon. So marketplace sellers who ship products from their home, garage, or warehouse rather than using Amazon's facilities were told this week that 
you know, items that they sell will be automatically authorized for return. That means the buyer will no longer need to contact the seller before sending an item back. And the merchant won't have the opportunity to communicate with the customer. If a consumer is returning an electronic device because it's difficult to use, for example, the seller won't be able to offer help before being forced to pay a refund. And, um, you know, the third-party seller is a big part of Amazon's business. Um, there's a lot of sellers who are angry. They're calling it a joke. Another one said Amazon is going to assume that a buyer would never lie about the reason for the returns. They, they don't have to pay for it. Um... I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough about this, but to me, you know, it, it's it's one of those flags out there that everything's not perfect, but it also tells me that Amazon must have a lot of weight in order to push this one around. Good time to consider a new car. If you're a new car type of person, I'm not. I prefer a two-year used. But auto number sales have have peaked at $17 million. So you're now seeing discounts on cars rising about 5% to 3600 um, Transaction prices increased slightly, meaning the effective price people paid was lower overall. Uh, passenger cars are struggling, so if you want a small car, uh, now is the time to make a good deal on it. The average length a new vehicle sat on the dealership lot was 76 days. That's the highest in the month since uh, 2009. So... Uh, so if you want a smaller vehicle, you know, Korean auto brands, Korean auto brands, Hyundai and Kia were down 27.5% in sales. Japanese automaker Nissan and Honda were down 3.2 and 1.2%. General Motors down 15.5, Ford down 7.4, Fiat down 10.5. Um, so now is a good time to negotiate. There's no given month or given year or given week and it's best to buy a car. There's a lot of myths out there, like the last week of the month, dealers are trying to get lots off their um, cars off their lots. Lots off their... They're trying to get ticks off their cars. Say what? Um, I know. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Questions, thoughts, prayers, answers. Send me a, a note, rob at roblackshow.com. It's rob at roblackshow.com. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Um, there's always seminars coming up around the corner, and to sign up for a seminar, you can get in for free if you're a radio user. You can go to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. You'll see a link on Rob Black Show to upcoming events. And when you're there, when you sign up, use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. That's only for radio listeners. We'll take a break. We'll talk soon. Your money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.